Hi, I'm Steve Terrell uh, talking to Andy Lyman of uh, New Mexico Political Report about what's been happening in the state legislature. How you doing, Andy? I'm fine. How are you, Steve? Well, not too bad. Uh, um, I see the uh, there's been a little bit of action on the marijuana legalization this week. Um, um, can, can you kind of give us a lowdown of uh, where things stand? Yeah, so just uh, briefly, sort of what happened uh, since Friday was um, the legalization proposal, the, the, the single House proposal, um, made it through the House floor, which is a big deal, so now it's on to the Senate. And then sort of uh, in a sort of interesting twist uh, on Saturday, um, the, a Senate committee actually sort of considered that bill, even though it wasn't actually assigned anywhere. So it actually hasn't even been introduced in the Senate side. It's still in limbo there. Um, but the uh, tax, and I forget the, the full name of the committee, but it's uh, Senator Benny Shindo's committee. I think it's Tax, Business, and Transportation um, they sort of heard the, the three remaining Senate versions as well as the House version, even though it wasn't officially uh, you know, assigned to their committee. Um, but I think that they were making some progress there. They sort of uh, didn't make any decisions. They took those four bills and uh, heard all the differences and similarities, and, and the, the chairman sent, it, uh, sent them back to sort of work uh, offline on those proposals and come back with as, as much of a unified uh, bill as they can. And then even um, Senate Majority Leader uh, Peter Worth, who's also a committee member, um, sort of implied or more than implied and said, you know, he'd really like to um, see a, a unified approach, but uh, sort of pointed towards that House version because just logistically it is the farthest. It has the, less, uh, the, the least amount of committees to go through. So I think that House bill is probably where they're putting all their, their eggs right now. If they change it, of course, it would have to go back to the House. If the Senate passes a changed version, you'd have to go back to the yeah. House for concurrence, right? Yeah, Worth also encouraged them to, instead of do uh, uh, committee subs or com- committee substitutes, which is essentially a whole new bill, um, <clears throat> that, 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 yes, that would cause more problems. So he encouraged them to go the amendment route where, you know, when you read the bill, it says, you know, as amended, as, as amended, as amended, instead of a, a substitute, because then they would have to go to a, a conference committee. Now, about a month ago, I was probably of the opinion that, uh, yeah, it's going to pass this year finally. But uh, there's only 20 days left in the session, right, or probably less by now. And, uh, um, you know, what, what, are your, uh, what are your opinions on how it might uh, – the chances of it actually making it through? I mean, time's going to definitely be tight. I, I also see potential for, you know, this committee is going to come back on Saturday – and discuss these and hopefully have a pared down uh, list of, of bills to consider. Um, my guess is that um, Javier Martinez's bill, that's House Bill 12, will end up being assigned to that same committee anyway, which means uh, that they may skip over. They did public comment last Saturday, so uh, that's something they don't have to do again. Um, they may not have to go through and do all these uh, sort of uh, debates amongst the, the committee, although they probably will. Um, but if that's what they're trying to do is get that House version through, I think they could um, pretty easily next Saturday say, okay, this is done, goes to judiciary. And that is uh, where another problem comes up is uh, that chair, uh, Senator Joseph Cervantes. Um, While he doesn't, you know, necessarily control the whole committee as far as voting goes, he does control the scheduling of it. And so uh, I think the the tension there will be when does he actually schedule it to be heard and how much does he pick it apart? Um, And, and, you know, is he favorable to this? Is he going to sort of put his personal... 
um, opinions aside and, and sort of let the committee do its thing, that's that's a good question. Committee committee chairmen don't always do that, though. Uh, so, um, there's other uh, issues in the legislature, too. Uh, um, one thing uh, we were talking about a little earlier was the uh, – this uh, liquor license reform bill that Senator uh, Mo, or, I mean uh, Representative Mo Maestas is uh, backing. There was a meeting on that too, was there not? Yeah. So just real briefly, you know, so to simplify it is that we've got a kind of a, a messed up liquor law um, as far as licenses go. So essentially, uh, decades ago, they 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 decided it was they were only going to print so many licenses based on population. Well, now um, what, where we're at now is that there's sort of this arbitrary. Um, well, I say arbitrary, but there's a, a value to it, and it's really only valued because, of course, there's there's not a lot of them. Um, so people over the years have been spending hundreds and thousands of dollars, upwards of half a million dollars, to um, to to get these liquor licenses. And so that's what his attempt is to sort of um, as easily as possible and and fairly as possible make it so that people can or restaurants can start selling um, hard liquor. And so uh, there, it's gone through a number of amendments. Uh, again, on fr- last Friday, they, uh, the Senate Judiciary uh, took a look at it and, and tried to add another amendment, which would say that uh, if you have this special restaurant B license that allows you to serve beer and wine as well as uh, spirits, that those spirits have to be produced or bottled, produced and bottled uh, in New Mexico. Um, so that, that could, you know, I don't know how popular that's going to be. But um, more interestingly is uh, they, they sort of, got into, you know, just really sort of not nitpicking, but really getting into the details of, of this amendment. And uh, Senator Mimi Stewart <clears throat> suggested that uh, maybe this is not the time. And uh, the chair, uh, Senator Cervantes, said, you're right, uh, meeting adjourned. And so there wasn't a whole lot of uh, explanation on what's going to happen next. Um, so I'm not sure when they're going to meet again and if they're going to discuss this amendment. But again, that's another one that uh, sort of running out of time uh, for the session. Right, right. And uh, the Judiciary Committee, would that be the last stop of this bill before it goes to the Senate floor? Yes. Interestingly, it's the only committee assignment it got. That's, you know, one end of the spectrum is five or or more than three is the death. Uh, More than one sort of, I mean, uh, just one sort of signals that they're really trying to get this through. Years before I covered the legislature, I remember a big issue back in the 80s here in New Mexico was uh, was liquor licenses and how expensive they've gotten. That's when they created the beer and wine licenses, and that was supposed to solve everything. I guess it worked for for a while, but um, yeah. Now, 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 those restaurants are are um, you know they're available. They can they can sell beer and wine as long as they sell a certain amount of food. Um, and so now, my Estes is trying to say, let's give them another license that says you can sell. Still based on the on the percentage of your food, but that you can sell um, alcohol. Of course, that um, causes problems for those people who have spent a lot of money on their liquor license and and uh, are worried that it will now devalue their license because now you've got another option. Right, right. So I'm sure it'll all get worked out in the next uh, 20 days or whatever. <laughs> in, in theory, yes. <laughs> um, one one uh, just real quick here uh, the. Um, Governor signed the uh, bill repealing our old abortion law from the 60s. Um, was it from the 60s? Many decades anyway. It was, it was just as controversial uh, now, if not more, than it was back then. Um, what, what, what's the talk around the legislature about uh, this law being repealed finally? Well, I think the, the, you know, the mostly progressive Democrats uh, are extremely happy because um, yes, it was sort of, it's unenforceable right now, but there's this sort of fear and anxiety 
amongst those proponents that uh, with the Supreme Court that um, I, I don't know that realistically that they would gut Roe v. Wade, but um, they could, uh, I think, potentially make it uh, and specifically say, well, we're going to leave it up to the states. Um, and if that's the case, uh, New Mexico, up until just a few days ago, um, you know, it was illegal to to perform or have an abortion here. So um, I think now that that's done, I think they're moving on to, to other things. Like what? Well, like uh, like legalization of, of cannabis oh, and then some of these liquor laws. And, and so I think, I mean, that, that part's done. I don't know. Um, I, I guess there's a, there's always a potential for legal challenges, but I mean, it, it, it is done. So now um, both federally and on the state level, abortion is no longer a criminal offense. All righty. Landy, it's good talking to you, and uh, we'll talk to you next week, hopefully, uh, which uh, as we get even closer to the end of the session. Yeah, thanks, Steve. We'll see you later.